Welcome to InsideCatholicPhilly.com, where we explore the Catholic faith as it's experienced in church and in everyday life. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. And along with our guests, we discuss the Catholic take on everything from sacraments and Sunday Mass to social media and sports, based on CatholicPhilly.com's award-winning news and commentary. Thanks so much for spending a few moments with us here at CatholicPhilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. Matt, always good to have you in the studio. It's always good to be here, Gina. And it's also great to have with us our friend, Father Thomas Daly. Father Daly is the John Cardinal Foley Chair of Homiletics and Social Communications at St. Charles Borromeo Seminary in Wynwood, Pennsylvania. Father, welcome as always. Nice to be back, Gina. So, Father, the U.S. bishops have recently wrapped up their spring assembly in Baltimore. And while they spent most of their time tackling the church's sexual abuse crisis, one bishop sparked some discussion and even controversy about how to evangelize youth as church attendance continues to decline here. So what exactly happened? Well, it was Bishop Barron, and he gave a talk about how to get the millennials or those young people who are not in church, how to get them back and really the necessity of reaching out to get to them. Some of the data that he provided, you know, 50% of Catholics 30 years old or younger are not in church anymore. Well, that's half the future. That's a stark statistic. That's a very stark statistic. And another one he threw out for every one person joining the church, six and a half are leaving. So again, just rolling the numbers, that paints a very bleak picture for the future and therefore the necessity of paying attention to it. Now, to qualify that just a little bit, according to the Pew Research Center, this is a phenomenon that's really relevant to North America and Europe. It's not true worldwide, but it's very true in North America and Europe. Christianity and other religions are actually on a growth trajectory throughout the world, but not here. Totally agree. Certainly, and even here in the U.S., it's a phenomenon that is affected by what you live in. The Catholic population, for instance, in the Northeast is moving South and West. So sure, any of the statistics have to be read in the context of the broader geographical or regional issues. But still, those numbers are troubling for those affected by it. And one of the the things that I find interesting about the shift of the landscape of those who were in church and those who were not is the impact of the culture. We're talking about North America Mm -hmm. and from where we're sitting here in the Northeast United States, we all are products of this culture. We live in this culture. It's the, the water that we swim in. So I think it's interesting that young people are, as Bishop Barron said, they're not storming away from the church. They're just drifting away because they find the church irrelevant. They're ambivalent toward it, not hostile toward it. Yes, indeed. And and your point about culture is absolutely true, particularly here in the Northeast. I mean, you know, here in Philadelphia, where the Catholic school system began, where, you know, you have churches on every block, churches in different ethnic groups and nationalities. And it became just growing up here, you grew up up in that religious culture. I remember the story of a Sunday talk show where they asked the three speakers where they were from. The three speakers happened to be a priest, a rabbi, and a minister. This is not the intro to a joke. But they asked them where they were from, and the minister said he was from St. John's, and the Catholic pastor said that he was from St. Joe's, and the Jewish rabbi said that he was from St. Matt's. (laughs) But no one batted an eye because you identified where you were from by your local parish. Very geographically. Absolutely. We don't have that culture anymore, particularly with a millennial generation 
that doesn't have the kinds of roots that their grandparents or great-grandparents did. Their mobility itself calls into question, as I think it was Bishop Coyne who said, the very paradigm and model that we use for parish membership. Which is why Bishop Barron is so passionate about evangelizing through social media as problematic as those platforms can be. Very much so. And what he's trying to do, I think, is shift the approach from trying to get young people in the doors of a church where they have not set foot to going out and reaching out to them wherever they happen to be and where they definitely happen to be is on social media. Right. And he lauds the possibilities that social media presents to the church, but he also offers the caveat because if you're trying to introduce people to the community of the church, there's a certain isolation in that device that the person may have. So that's a challenge. There is that isolation if you're using only social media or if your end point is social media. But despite the fact that there are new studies coming out now about the formation of friendship and community online, which we could look at, really the social media use is the introduction, is the hook, is the try to get in connection with these young people who live there so as to bring them and accompany them into the church. Which brings us to another point, because one of the things that Bishop Barron is known for is the call for a new apologetics that doesn't, as he often puts it, dumb down the faith. And that stirred some controversy because he cited a Canadian academic whom some folks felt was a little too polarized to be relevant to this discussion. But other commentators have jumped in and said, well, you're contrasting an accompaniment with an argument in terms of evangelization. Are you going to argue people into Jesus or are you going to accompany them to Jesus? So is that a false contrast there? Is that a false opposition? In my view, yes. It is painting the extreme or putting them in isolation. I think what Bishop Barron is looking at is using social media to go to where young people are. So one, to make the connection. But then knowing young people as he does to attract them by the very things that they wonder about, that they question. And that's a thought mentality or that's a knowledge kind of operation. I mean, you have to remember that most young people now are college graduates. So they're thinking, they're in that point in life where they're raising the Mm -hmm. bigger questions So we do have to try to answer them. We can't just sort of hold their hands and walk along with them because to accompany someone, you accompany them somewhere. So it's the somewhere and it's the what does that mean that I think Bishop Barron is emphasizing. Regardless of where you come from and where you Mm -hmm. live in this country, this world, those big questions are present for every person. Absolutely. Yeah, they're asking, what am I here for? What is my mission in life? What am I put here to do? What's my life work? And I think people of faith realize that scripture and the tradition of the church has answers. Christ has an answer for you. And that's where the, the content comes from, that catechetical content, but it's also an accompaniment because it's not just, well, I'm 23 and by the time I'm 24, I'll have it all figured out. No, that's not how it works. Right. You keep right. asking the questions and keep exploring in conjunction with this a- community of faith. Absolutely. And if it were just content and just answers, you could look them up and young people would look them up, but they also want very much that sense of community, that mm. sense of we're in this search together. And And effectively, that's what the church is and is supposed to be. So let's go be that with them. And there is no end to it. It doesn't mean that it's a fruitless 
an ongoing search that leads nowhere. But we have to get comfortable with the idea that we won't figure it all out in this life, that we know in part and that we are called, as you said, on this journey. But that journey doesn't end on this earth. It continues into eternity. So we have to be comfortable with some level of not having all the answers. Right. And if we did, then I wouldn't be invited back here anymore because (laughs) we'd have all the answers. But that there are answers, yes, that's what we preach. That these are the answers that you're really looking for, yes, that's what we believe. But we have to get in contact with those who are asking the questions and ask the questions along with them. And to do that, we have to reach out to where young people are. So I don't think it's an either or thing where we have to be educational, pedantic, or we have to accompany them and let them find their own answers. And there's part of that, but we need both. Absolutely. You can accompany just by wandering, which we don't want to do. You can provide answers with the kind of authoritarian approach that turns people off. So no, it's not either extreme. But certainly there is a substance to this content that we're offering. But if we're offering answers to questions nobody's asking, as Pope Francis said about preaching, then we're missing the point. And in the end, really, we don't seek a what, but a whom. And that is Christ. Definitely. Father Thomas Daly, thank you so much. Always a pleasure to have you with us. You're welcome. God bless. You will come back, right? Absolutely. Excellent. (laughs) It's presuming. (laughs) (laughs) So you've heard our thoughts. What about yours? Reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Catholic Philly or visit us online at CatholicPhilly.com. Thanks so much to Matt Gambino, the editor of CatholicPhilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian. And until next time, may God bless and keep you. Transforming lives. That's what the Society of St. Vincent de Paul of Philadelphia is all about. Called to service by our Catholic values, we work directly with our neighbors in need to help with the most basic necessities. Our lives are transformed, as are hopefully those we serve. Visit svdp-phila.info to see how you can join with us to help. That's svdp-phila.info. This podcast has been a production of CatholicPhilly.com, music by Dustin Taylor Phillips. For more information, visit us online at CatholicPhilly.com.